Welcome to Monk's Tape. Welcome to Monk's Take, the St. Joseph's College Athletics Podcast. We're on Season 3, Episode 4. Today I am joined by three members of the men's alpine ski team. Do you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves? Yeah, um, my name is Aiden Wolfinger. I'm a sophomore from Bedford, New Hampshire, and I'm a business sports management major. I'm Caleb Gorton. I'm as well a sophomore from Goffstown, New Hampshire. I'm business and sports management as well. Yeah, I'm Liam Strobeck. I'm from Charlotte, Vermont, and I'm a sports and recreation major. That's awesome, guys. It's a pleasure to have you guys onto the podcast. Um, you know, just as programs, both the men's and the women's, you guys have had incredible seasons so far, so we have a lot to talk about. So we're going to dive right in. Before we get into the team stuff, I kind of want to talk about your journeys to kind of start things out. So what age did you guys begin skiing, and when did you guys kind of figure out when you wanted to ski competitively? Aiden, let's start with you. Um, I definitely say I think I started around age of like five or six, um, just kind of like skiing with my family. Like my mom and dad were like huge skiers and boarders as well, so they wanted to get me on the mountain. Um, kind of like just kind of as I progressed skiing, um, ski racing was kind of thing that I wanted to learn. So I started at like around eight, I want to say. This is when I first started getting a ski race and just fell in love. Uh, my brother was in racing, so I started up. I uh, just kind of following his footsteps. Um, and then I actually took a break uh, when I was 10. Just wasn't really my thing anymore. Went the free ski route and then picked it back up in high school. Um, and kind of after that, decided I really wanted to keep it going and ski competitively in college. For me, um, I, just like Caleb, I started skiing when I was one and a half. I was like on this leash. My parents like had me with like a whole like 10 foot leash and they just let me go and just I just they just keep me there. Make sure I didn't hit any jumps or whatnot. It was pretty funny. There's some good photos. But uh, I started racing uh, competitively at eight. And um, yeah, it's it's been a good sport. I've learned a lot of life lessons. I bet these guys can say the same. Um, just like any sport teaches you good lessons. And this one's definitely taught us some good lessons for sure. That's really funny, man, about the leash, how you how you started that young and your parents had you on that leash so you weren't hitting any jumps. That's awesome. Oh, so funny. It's so funny. It's like you ever see, like, someone, you know, with a dog on a leash? Imagine that with, like, two. And so yeah. I had two things on my skis, like, two little rubber bands in the front and the back. So I couldn't move my feet. It was just stuck like this. And they would just push me straight and just hold me. So I was – I couldn't move. That's too funny, man. <laughs> so obviously you guys – you know, you started out just kind of skiing in general for recreation, and then you progressed into ski racing. Did you guys kind of want to talk about that mentality and maybe the different practice and technique that goes into just skiing in general, maybe just going out on the mountain with your buddies for fun versus ski racing? Yeah, so, I mean, I might be able to speak to this a little bit more than uh, Aiden and uh, Liam can just because I spent so much time free skiing, um, and I really have that mentality for both, but you know, for me, like skiing is just like my happy, my happy place, my safe space. So anytime I can get out on the hill, it's just, I you know I let my mind go. Um, but when I'm racing, it's definitely take it a little bit more seriously. Uh, I got to focus up a little bit more, you know, you got gates coming at you and probably a little bit more bumpy than what you're used to. But um, when I'm free skiing, it's definitely just, I try to keep everything out of my mind and just, you know, focus on my skis on the snow, how it's feeling and everything like that. Just say, like, similar to Caleb, uh, skiing for me, and I, I bet the same for Aiden, like, it's kind of like that one place you get where everything just, you know, you're not, you're not really thinking about something. 
And so for me, uh, like when I'm racing or training, like it's kind of this like cool mindset where it's just it's super fun, like no stress. And it's kind of the fun way to be. It's kind of like, get everything out, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think Liam nailed it, honestly. Um, when I'm like free skiing just on the mountain, it's a different atmosphere. Like I'm just in my own head, like having a good time, just getting away from anything that could possibly be on my mind like throughout the day. Um, and then compared to like racing, it's kind of it's the same vibe, but more like of a serious focus on it. Um, kind of just trying to like nail every turn, get the fastest line, fastest time possible, um, and improve. Um, so definitely compared to free ride versus racing, I'd say just the overall aspect of like focusing on like every single turn, um, and every jet like the speed you can generate from it versus just like having a good time, sending it off some jumps, you know, ripping it down the mountain. Yeah, I think that's really cool because at the end of the day, you guys are doing the same thing. I mean, it's at a different intensity, obviously, and I can kind of relate to it just with running. You know, running's kind of a space, kind of like you, Caleb, just kind of almost like a stress reliever just to go out and do just for fun versus when I'm racing for like track across country. That's a totally different mentality and mindset, even though at the end of the day, I'm kind of doing the same thing, but it's at a different intensity. So I, I think that's really cool how you guys compared those two. How do you guys prepare for a race? What are some thoughts and feelings that go into it before? Um, I'll start. Um, so as far as like race prep, normally like it's the night before, day before, we're checking the temps and um, preparing our skis with wax and tuning the edges to make sure they're in like the best condition possible um, to get the most out of the ski when we're racing um, to make us the fastest. Um, but when we're like on the mountain, um, Liam has a different aspect to it, I'd say, because he went at like a higher level of competition where it's um, very serious. Um, but as far as college, there's definitely the serious level to it. But um, there's also the fun aspect to it. Like at the top of the hill at the Stargate, we got like a beatbox blast and music and everyone's having a great time just living it up. Um, so definitely just as we're on race day, like mentally, like remembering the course, preparing for like what's at stake, but also like laying back and having a good time with like the people in the division. Yeah, I mean, for me, most serious I get is, you know, day before when I'm tuning my skis, um, you know, just sharpening and waxing. I just try to get that down as good as I can. But, you know, race morning, I wake up, pound a Red Bull, and then, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just wilding out, just not really caring. Um, you know, I, I know Strelby knows it. He's seen me. <laughs> I like it, but – you know, like this past weekend up at Tickcom, you know, I just I was singing, I was doing whatever, not really give, not really caring at all. Um, and I feel like that just kind of helps me, you know, um, keep everything like out of my mind. Um, just we because you know race day is a little bit more serious than training. You know, every you got stuff on the line, win or lose. So, yeah, I would say like especially for our team, uh, I would say like a lot of our success comes from how we are at race day. And I think, like, there's a lot of kids out there and a lot of teams that are very serious. Like, you know, they're not talking to their friends. They're, they're like, in the zone. And we're kind of, like, the kids who are just, like, laughing the whole time, like, making fun of Aiden or Caleb or me or whoever. You know, it's it's so funny like that. But I think at the end of the day, like, it honestly kind of makes us, like, why our team's so good, if that makes sense. No, I love it, guys. And, you know, just kind of that fun atmosphere and that fun environment you guys have built. I mean, that's going to – bring up the team chemistry and obviously you guys are still finding success too so it's working and I kind of love what you said Aiden about having the speaker the beatbox at the top of the mountain and just 
just having fun and staying out of your head and just not taking it too serious because uh, at the end of the day, you just got to go. So just being relaxed like that, that's really, that's really cool. So now uh, kind of progressing during the race, even though it's such a short period of time, what are some thoughts that go into your head and how do you stay focused to ensure you're at your best during, during that period of time? Yeah, I can start with this. So like um, skiing, like for someone who doesn't ski, it's really hard to understand. Like, I think you being like a cross country runner track, you might be able to understand, but like there's certain uh, parts of the course that you need to like watch out for. And there's certain turns and like, you know, I guess like for a running side, like maybe like you want to, you know, maybe you're thinking like, oh, I need to be at this pace for this part of the course and then pull back here and then move forward, if that makes sense. Like for racing, it's like there's certain parts of the course that are a little bit tighter or a little bit wider. And so like while you're kind of in your inspection looking over it, you're kind of looking like, all right, what is this going to be? What is that going to be? And so like the crazy thing about ski racing is that like you really only have two runs. So if you mess up your first run, like your, your day is kind of over, you know? So that inspection part for us is, is a really big deal. You got You have to look at the whole course and kind of like see what the details are. And I mean, these guys know like ski racing is a tough sport where like you could wake up, you're like, oh, this is my day. I'm having a great day. And you just make one bad turn and your day is over. So we, you have to take that part super serious. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, no, I mean, for me, I, I try not to worry about my line so much when I'm doing inspection. Um, I just, you know, I know in my head that I'm probably not going to be on my line because I am going to have that one mistake. Um, so I just, you know, I try to look at the more important parts of the course, that single, single turn, um, that one rut that everybody's been hitting out. Um, and, you know, like when I go down, I just I don't worry about that line. I just try to stay, you know, I'll look at it and be like, oh, I need to be early through the course, whatever. But I just, you know, I'll try to stay early. And then I'm like, oh, that gate's coming up. You know, I really got to be on it here. Um, but, you know, other than that, I'm really just trying not to worry too much about how I look when I'm skiing, how my like, you know, what other people are thinking, how fast I'm going. I just try to lay down a run, you know, feel good about myself and how I'm skiing that day. Uh, and I think Strubby really nailed it, you know, one mess up and your day's done. And it's, it's definitely a very big mental sport. For sure. It's definitely a mental sport. Um, kind of like as we're going throughout the course, we're like, especially in inspection in the morning, we're trying to just envision like the course itself and how we're going to take each turn by turn um, and how we're going to adjust our line. Um, but really we're just focusing on like the key like turns and gates that are going to make or break the run in the race and what's going to put you in first or what's going to put you in like 10th. Um, but as far as like when we're in the course, um sometimes it, it kind of depends day by day run by run like there's days where i'm like focused like super focused on my run and every turn like knowing the exact points to nail it and then there's sometimes where i'm just laid back like throw down a pinner and see what my time is and if i feel good i know it's a good run all right liam so this next question's for you so i know you're big into surfing so i wanted to take kind of a little break from the skiing and talk about that and just tell us a little bit uh when did you first get into surfing yeah, stoked you asked that question. Um, so my uncle uh, on my mom's side, he runs a surf shop called Wind and Waves. Um, and so like my whole life, I've, I've grown up doing wind sports and uh, surfing. And so wind sports is kind of like what became my passion for surfing. So I, when I was like eight years old, I was super into windsurfing. And so like every chance I'd get, I would just go windsurfing as much as I can. And then eventually like that sport transitioned into surfing. And now my new sport is like wind foiling. Um, and so all these, like, I'm lucky I've had my ski racing experience because 
I think like a lot of these sports kind of play into how I how I am when I surf high and when I ski. And St. Joe's, like the reason I came here was because I wanted I really wanted to go to a school that had like the like amazing surf spots like 30 minutes away and also like the mountain close by. And really like it's not advertised much from St. Joe's, but like if you want if you're like an outdoorsy person that loves to surf or ski, like there's great options like really close away. So that was like the one thing that really pulled me here for sure. Can't beat it, man. I love Maine. I love yeah. the beach and you know, I ski I ski a little bit, but you know, you got the mountains too. You got you got the best of both worlds, man. Yeah. Would you say that there are any skills that are kind of transferable between the two between surfing and yeah, skiing do you think that, that being good at one kind of makes you better at the other or do you think they're kind of separate in their own in their own uh, realms i guess no for sure so like i guess a way to put this is like for these guys like when we're when we're ski racing like we're looking at like different sections of the trail and like you know there's so many different variables and it's just like surfing like when you're on a wave you're always like looking ahead at the next section you know, like you may be pumping down the line and you see like the way it's closing out and you have to like react what to do. And the same for skiing, like you may come into a course and all of a sudden you see like this one turn that has like a half foot rut in it. So a lot of it's like a lot of quick thinking and quick reaction. So like that was kind of how like like skiing helped my surfing and surfing helped my skiing was sort of that like mental reaction time. And then just the second part of it is like, both those sports just give me so much joy. You know, I, I mean, I'm such an individual sport guy. Like I love challenging myself versus like um, having a team challenge me. So those, those are just, those are kind of the main reasons why. Yeah, man. I think it's really great that you like taking on both those challenges and it seems like you're killing it in both. So keep it up, dude. That's awesome. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. So our, my next question is for uh, Aiden and Caleb. So you guys are in season right now, but both of you are also on the men's lacrosse team who are have already started practicing. So you guys are in ski season right now. And then you have a quick turn right into, into lacrosse season. So I just wanted to talk about what is that transli- transition like being a two-sport athlete and uh, what kind of preparation goes into that? Yeah, so I mean, last year was definitely tough with uh, more COVID regulations. Um, just having the two back and forth and, you know, like having online class and all that stuff. Um, this year, it's definitely been um, a little bit easier. I uh, started skiing a little bit earlier, uh, right at the beginning of January. Um, last year, we didn't really get into the bulk of our race season until um, pretty much right about now is the middle of our race season last year. Um, but, you know, like it's it's tough balancing both teams and then school. Uh, you know, you kind of got to pick and choose which practices you're going to go to. And, you know, obviously like ski seasons, winter, like that's our priority right now. So, you know, we're going to all ski practices. Um, but, you know, like if we have a big homework assignment or something like that, like, you know, like we're taking a night off from lacrosse to get that done. Or if we're super sore, got a big race the next day, you know, we're going to take lacrosse off again. Um, and then, you know, pretty much as soon as ski's done, it's, it's right into it and kind of just get tossed in a blender kind of. You know, everybody's had a month and a half of practices on under their belt. And, you know, you're just you've been taking mental reps, doing what you can, you know, stick work, no contact stuff. But it's definitely uh, definitely a challenge balancing it all. Yeah, I'd definitely say uh, the same. Um, skiing's definitely a priority when it comes to winter. And it's tough to have to, like, pick and choose when you can go to, like, certain things and when you want to, especially like you just want to be out there with the guys like every practice. 
Um, but I'd say definitely like the transition. I know Caleb had this is my first year, but I know Caleb's had more experience last year. But I'm kind of just doing like whatever it takes to like keep me up to date as much as possible, whether it's like working on wall ball just to keep my hands ready for when I get thrown into like full practices in black season. Um, or it's like getting in the gym, making sure like my body's in like perfect condition so that I'm not behind when it kind of, I get thrown right in. Yeah, it's important. You guys, it sounds like you guys are staying prepared, but like you were saying, Caleb, you know, you gonna got to kind of pick and choose your in ski season right now. And I like how, you know, your mind's on ski season. And then once that's over that just, just a snap and you're into, you're into lacrosse mode. So I think that's really cool how you, both of you guys are making that transition after ski season. Yeah, and I mean, it, it definitely is like a really quick transition between the two, you know. Like you said, it's a snap of your fingers, and it really is, you know. That last day of skiing, as soon as we know it's our last day, it's it's done. You know, you put your skis back in the locker and, you know, it's bring your lack stuff out. That's awesome. That's that's a commitment right there. That's awesome that you both are doing that. So kind of moving back into the ski side of things, um, as we know, really in any sport, you're not going to have – Every competition you go into is not going to be your best. So how would you guys say you regroup and shake off some of the bad races or maybe the not-so-good ones, and what keeps you motivated? Um, I can start off with this one mostly because I'm the biggest mental case out of the three of, uh, three of us when it comes to messing up in races. Um, uh, I'm going to quote our coach, Mike Regan, um, he loves to tell us goldfish memory. Um, goldfish have a memory of five seconds, so it's kind of just shake it off. Um, next run, next race, like not getting caught up too much on it. Um, I kind of tended to like get caught up on my run, and it would like piss me off a lot of times, um, especially last year when I would do bad. Um, so definitely this year, I'm just kind of like laying back, trying to have fun with it, not to worry too much. Like I'm here just to have fun. Like it is in D1, you know? Yeah, I mean, Aiden kind of hit it a little bit uh, right on the head of the nail. Um, you know, day of, like, you have a bad first run, you can definitely get in your own headspace. Um, you know, I know with Aiden and I, like, we got a pretty big rivalry going on just on the team. Um, you know, what am I up, 5-1 now? Something like that? Something like that. 4-1, Stro? All right, 4-1. Yeah, rough one. season, uh, rough season. Um, you know, like, if he's beating me, uh, it's definitely, you know, it can get in my head that day. Um, and I know it gets in his head when I'm beating him on the day. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, you shake hands in the, at the van when we're getting undressed and it's, you know, a good race, whatever. And, you know, you just try to shake it off as best you can. But, I mean, sometimes it's pretty tough and you really do have to just go into the next training day and, you know, lay down some runs and feel better about yourself and your skiing. Yeah, one thing these guys don't mention, I'm not sure if they're doing this because they're afraid we're on a podcast, but we definitely make fun of each other a fair amount for like oh, yeah, for sure. more than a fair amount. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's all part of it. I mean, yeah. There's, it's an individual sport, so you guys are going to have some competition within the team. But at the end of the day, I mean, you guys are teammates. You're joking around. You're laughing about it. But, you know, exactly. you're, you're competing as an individual. So you are going to have that competition side when it comes to trying to perform your best for the team. I love how you guys joke about it, how you guys are kind of getting at each other. I think it's all <laughs> part of it. And you guys are uh, – you guys seem to still have that good team chemistry, which which is good. So um, moving on, do you guys have a favorite race memory or moment that comes to mind? I mean, mine, it's definitely a funny one, but, you know, I was probably 9, 10, something like that. And, you know, I'm skiing down this course, whatever, and 
coaches are standing on coaches and all my dad and i just like you know i i ski by and i'm humming a song and my coaches just look at my dad and just like they're like what is he doing like why is he humming and my dad just like man i don't even know and you know i was just having the time of my life out there i wasn't worried about how i was placing or whatever you know just still having that fun mindset even when i was that young mine was u14 championships um when i was a little bit younger um, I was coming, it was a GS run. I was coming over the knoll. And for people who don't know what like, a knoll is, it's basically like when the horizon, when the hill drops down like underneath and you can't see it. Um, and it was right by coach's knoll. And I like threw down like a okay run first run. And I knew I probably wasn't qualifying for like Easterns or anything. So I was just trying to have fun with it. And I came flying across the knoll, caught mad air and threw a big spread Eagle. And all I hear is all the coaches yelling, Oh my God, as I'm flying by. Um, so that one definitely just sticks with me. Kind of like, just reminds me of like the fun aspect of it. Yeah, I would I would say for me probably my my most one of my most favorite moments in ski racing was um uh I think I did uh there was a Canada versus America race series I did in uh Atitash, New Hampshire. Um so that was that was super fun to get to race against a bunch of kids from Montreal and all the different provinces up there back in the East Coast. I think that was probably one of my greatest memories for sure. That's great, guys. So my next question is about, so the ski program here is still a fairly young program. You know, Coach Cosentino and all of your coaches have done an amazing job kind of building up this program. How do you think the growth of the ski program correlates with your team's success? Yeah, I would say um, it's definitely more fun having a bigger team this year. Uh, like, as the guys, like, it was literally us three last year, and then um, – another one other person but this year like to start the year um we had like it was i don't know there, was, there had to be like what six of us boys i mean yeah. So yeah it was it was really fun having like six guys you know to mess around with joke with so because last year we were more kind of like one team and this year it's fun we're still one team but there's like kind of more of like a bigger guys team and bigger girls team so i think I think this year has been, in that sense, a lot more fun just because of the bigger team. The team the team chemistry is just, you know, it's on a different level than it was last year um, between, you know, girls and guys and then just the guys' team and then the girls' team. It's, you know, everybody's so much closer. You know, we're, we're all sophomores and freshmen, and then we have one senior on the team. So just, like, going forward, you know, with every recruiting class that comes in, every, everybody's just, I, you know, I feel like it's just going to be a lot tighter-knit group um, and I feel like that definitely helps on race day, you know, like everybody's cheering for you. It's not necessarily like, oh, like I don't really know them that well. Um, so I think that definitely, definitely helps with a bigger team. Yeah, I'd say Caleb nailed it. Like the more we have, just the closer we're getting, the more we're like joking with each other, ripping on each other. Um, definitely a different atmosphere than having just like the four guys that we had last year where it was kind of like we we're all pretty close, but like eventually we got annoyed at each other because it's just the same four over and over again. Um, but as far as like success goes, like the more the merrier, especially when it comes to racing. Um, we when we sc like scoring for points wise, we take the top three finishers on the team. Um, and it's like best result. Um, so when we have more people racing, it kind of gives us like more of a factor to know like, hey, if we mess up, we got other guys that can help save our team point like our points wise and still win this race. Whereas last year is like. If we mess up, man, we're screwed. Like, one person's done, and it kind of throws, like, the whole results over. Yeah, I really like that, Aiden. Next man up, you know, strength in numbers. You know, when when one guy maybe is having an off day, that's 
that's an opportunity for another guy to step up. And Caleb, you mentioned just the majority being freshman and sophomore. I think that's really cool. You mean you have a pretty big core and you're just going to be, be able to continue with that group with still the opportunity to bring more people in. Yeah, so for sure. That's really awesome for the program. So the next question is kind of talking about some goals. So what are some of your individual goals versus some of the team's goals and what planning kind of goes on as a team versus maybe your own type of planning to make sure you guys are contributing to both? Yeah, I'd say um, at the beginning of the year, like during dry land before the season like kicks off, we always get together as a team and kind of write down like both our individual goals and our team goals as a whole and like have a big chat about like what we want this year from like ourselves and the team as a whole. Um, I'd say per I'd share my goals personally. Um, I'm always trying to be like keep my grades up, you know, academics are key because it's student athlete first. Um, so definitely like making sure my grades are not anywhere close to like uneligible and stuff like that, but also like placing well in the overall, um, so far this year hasn't lived up to par of what I wanted it to, but, um, really focus on that big team goal of making it to regionals and then possibly nationals. So we'll see in this, uh, upcoming weeks if we can nail that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, for me, you know, like top 10 finishes are always, what I'm aiming for, uh, especially this season with, you know, last year was just UMF and us. So, you know, a top 10 finish wasn't that great of a thing because there was 14 of us. Um, but, you know, now you got 35 guys racing. So, you know, top 10 is a lot better. Um, and I mean, now towards the end of the season, I'm pushing more top five finishes um, just based on, you know, results. So I think goals definitely change throughout the season. Um you know, but also to go along with that, you know, keeping my grades up, definitely just so I can ski and play lax. Um, hopefully get off these study hall hours that I'm on. Um, they're not the most fun. Uh, but, you know, team goals for sure, just make it to regionals, win the Ricker Cup, which is the uh, the championship for our division. Uh, make it to nationals if we can. Um, you know, pretty big goals, but definitely achievable for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm stoked for these guys. I mean, both these guys have been grinding. Um, both of them have got some fire finishes this year. But for me, um, it's, it's funny to say out loud, but for me, man, my goal is just I'm just trying to have fun, enjoy myself, and, you know, with these guys, be with these guys because it's such a good time. So, you know, obviously um, focusing a lot on academics, but skiing-wise – I think goal is to get to regionals, but really the big goal for me is just to have like a lot of fun and just not to have like a moment where it's like, wow, this sucks. Cause we're, we're really fortunate to be able to do this, especially where we are. Yeah, that's awesome, man. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And it seems like the three of you are, are having a lot of fun. Caleb, I really like how you brought up um, how goals can change throughout the season. Cause you never know, you never know how a season's going to play out. So I think it's really important that, how you kind of know based going by race to race, you know, what, what are my goals? How are my goals going to adjust? I think that's really important to recognize that. And I think the three of you all have really good goals and it seems like you have a clear uh, mindset on what you guys want to do. You know, that's really, really awesome thing to have. So moving forward, how do you three feel about the future of the program and how will you contribute as leaders? I'd say it's only the beginning, honestly. Um, we're the core guys here right now, trying to build a new culture, a new team, 
you know, um, I think the sky's the limit, honestly. If we just keep pumping in, like, new recruits and guys um, that fit well with the team, I think um, this program, there's no limit. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, I mean, we the team started off with one guy. Uh, now we're at, I don't know, what, six? Six of us, five of us, something like that? Yeah. Um, and that's in two years. You know, every year we're just – we know we're growing and growing. Um, and with us being such a young team as well, you know, like we're going to be able to bring it from the, like the start of, you know, like the team and really just bring it through until it's, you know, a solidified team. And, you know, we got 15 guys on the team, um, which would definitely be amazing. You know, a lot more people can mess up that day and other people can pick up their slack. But, um, you know, it's definitely Coach Margo does a, a really good job, um, you know, bringing us all together and getting us on recruit calls with recruits. Um, I know we had one with one of the freshmen this year with the three of us and uh, Tucker last year, uh, who's no longer on the team. But, you know, we love and miss you. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, that we talked to that that freshman on the team a lot, uh, Jacob. And, you know, he loved that recruit call, you know, just being honest with him and tell him what like what goes on here. Um, So I think if you can keep doing that and just, you know, being real with the uh, recruits, they're just, you know, they're going to come. And the more better results we put down, the more people that are just going to want to come and ski for us. Yeah, that's awesome. And the fact that you guys are only doing that as sophomores, I'm really excited to see how you guys are going to build up this program and where it's going to be when, when you guys are seniors. So that's that's really some awesome stuff you guys are doing. So we have got to our last question here. And my last question I have for you guys is a pretty simple one. Um, why is skiing important to you at the end of the day? Why do you do it? Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, it's important to me, you know, pretty much the whole family did it. Uh, I've been doing it for so long. It's just, you know, it's become a part of me. Um, I honestly don't know, like, if what I would do if I couldn't ski. You know, I could never live in the South ever. Um, you know, I'm always going to be in New England or, you know, out West or, you know, somewhere with just a ton of snow. Um, but, I mean, all in all, I just, you know, I keep skiing because it's fun and I have a great time. Um, and, you know, I can just really be myself when I'm on the hill way to express myself you know get out anger if i need to um you know i'm not big into like going in punching things i'd rather just go and you know lay down a nice turn put my hip on the ground and just have a ball yeah i definitely say uh caleb nailed it honestly like it's just i've been doing it for so long within my family it's kind of just a part of me it's my passion it's what i live for every winter i'm like craving the first drop of snow i'm just itching waiting to go out on the mountains and uh rip some turns um Definitely just, like, it's my safe haven, honestly. Yeah, no, like these guys, um, skiing's been kind of in my life forever. I don't really know, like, a world without skiing, but I'm also super lucky where I love, like, the seasons. So I have, like, a different sport every season. So I'm excited, you know, once skiing's done, start surfing, picking up wind sports again, and then kind of, like, by the end of fall, I'm excited to start skiing again. So it's, like, a fun little cycle. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, at the end of the day, it's something the three of you are really passionate about. And it's something that you can just go out and do. And the three of you have your reasons for doing it. And it's really special to you guys. And I think that's something that's really cool. So, again, uh, thank you guys so much for coming on today. It was a pleasure having you. And um, just wanted to wish you guys best of luck this weekend. I know you guys got a big race, some big races coming up. So, best of luck. Uh, this weekend. Thank awesome. you for having us. You've been killing on the podcast. I've been listening. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well,
thank you guys again. Thank you all who have been listening. Devin Abbott, until next time.